Marvel is throwing a homecoming for Spider-Man as Tom Holland ushers in the beloved character into the proper Marvel Cinematic Universe. The question is whether or not this is the party of the year or the dance to ditch. You're listening to the Nerd on Mike Commentary, I'm Jeremy Jones. Do you remember Captain America's Civil War? That moment when Robert Downey Jr. yells for Underoos to swing into the scene and steal the show? It's a great moment and the Russo brothers do an excellent job of utilizing the young superhero fanboy who's mesmerized by the heroes surrounding him. His debut as a supporting character in the film that should have been an Avengers project is probably a great boon, but also the very chain that weighs the character down in his new almost solo project. Because this is the third version of Spider-Man to hit the theaters in the past 17 years, it was decided that the new MCU Spider-Man would ignore the twice-done origin story of Peter Parker's super-empowerment. Instead, they dropped the recognizable character into the middle of a crossover before giving him his own film, a kind of hit-the-ground-running sort of approach. The problem for me with this is that it didn't give us a chance to see this new Spider-Man truly shine on his own. It's always been cool to watch as this everyday science nerd begins to sew his new suit or develop his web shooters. In this instance, everything is pretty much given to him. He doesn't build up the persona, he just uses all the gadgets given to him by Tony Stark. There's nothing wrong with this and the film even addresses this issue by eventually stripping the young hero of the advanced spider costume, forcing him to rely on his homegrown gear. The problem is that the suit and heavy presence of Tony Stark makes the Spider-Man feel more like an Iron Man recruit or on the extreme side an Iron Man sidekick, which feels like a disgrace to the character that has always stood on his own two feet in order to fight for the everyman. Another problem with this iteration of Spider-Man is to quote J. Jonah Jameson, he's a menace, a menace to society. This Spider-Man is definitely learning on the job and a very human character, but even so he's destroying most of New York. This could be due to what appears to be a lack of the legendary spider sense, but regardless, this film takes place after Civil War. We just watched Peter Parker side with Iron Man in an effort to suppress the superhero community and dissuade them from vigilante justice because of all the accidents, deaths, and damage that was caused during the Ultron uh, incident and also during the Battle for New York. Now... Just a few months later, we see a relatively unsupervised Spider-Man who is a teenager assaulting innocent bystanders, destroying private property, including a treehouse that is never revealed to have been empty or occupied, carrying hazardous alien materials that blow up national monuments, and did I mention that he accidentally slices a boat in half because he damages the villain's weapon? Where is J. Jonah Jameson with his finally true catchphrase. One other problem that myself and numerous people have is the MCU timeline, because based on the film, we're watching a movie that takes place eight years after the first Avengers film, which would set us in 2020, and I'm not even going to start on my disdain for the new take on Aunt May. Now, my favorite part of this film has to be Michael Keaton's Vulture. The character is true to the name and reminds me of the Flash's comic book rogues. He's not a villain out to kill people, at least directly, or become rich. He wants to be able to support his family and the people that rely on him. 
It's a very honest and relatable character that most people can enjoy. Plus, there's a level of honor to the character that always resonates with fans that want a three-dimensional character. So to summarize, this is not the best film produced by Marvel and Disney. It is a solid watch, but does not overtake the quality of Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man. At least, that's my opinion. There's a lot more that I'm not going to mention, ranging from Tony Stark to the new MJ and the new AI named Karen. But I hope you watch the film, whether in theaters, Netflix, or Redbox, and form your own opinions. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Nerd on Mike Commentary. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, I'm Jeremy Jones.